0: hot takes, insider tips, and top recommendations. Leading the way in leisure travel, we're talking about everything you need to plan your best vacation yet. This is the Travel Beat with ALG Vacations. No matter where you wish to travel, ALG Vacations has the getaway that you've been looking for. And we have the brands to get you there. Six brands, in fact. Whether it's Apple Vacations, FunJet Vacations, Travel Impressions, Southwest Vacations, United Vacations, or Blue Sky Tours, these are our six unique and distinct brands offering you choices and flexibility when planning your next vacation and to ensure travel always goes as planned, we recommend using your preferred travel advisor with ALG Vacations. And now, on with our show. Happy August, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Travel Beat with ALG Vacations, the company that brings you Apple Vacations, Funjet Vacations, Travel Impressions, United Vacations, Southwest Vacations, and Blue Sky Tours. We're giving you advice and asking the experts, our travel advisors themselves, on tips and tricks that you need to know. Today's tip is one that everyone needs to know, and that is resort dress codes, and we're going to give a bonus tip which is actually, how do you tip on property at an all-inclusive resort? Those are two questions that we get all the time at ALG Vacations, and I'm sure our travel advisors get every single day as well. It can be very confusing. So we brought on an expert, Donna Alcarmi from Lone Star Travel in the northern Texas area. Hi, Donna. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm so happy you're on this podcast today to really kind of explain these topics because I feel like it's always changing. No one really knows what
1: resort casual and resort elegance mean, and it can be confusing. Well, exactly. And that's why I said to you a moment ago, sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And that's why it pays to work with a travel expert. So yes, absolutely. We want it. We're here to help everybody make their vacation seamless as possible. All right. Well, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. You're from North Texas. how I'm originally actually from uh, Massachusetts, but I've been in Texas for about 28 years now, and I love it here. But I've been in the industry for more than 28 years. Uh, But as a travel advisor and an owner of my own company now, this is going on my 23rd year selling travel. Oh my. Well, congratulations. That is quite an accomplishment. (laughs)
0: Let's go into resort dress codes. Define the difference between resort casual and resort elegance, because those are the two most common dress codes you see for any all-inclusive resort.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, resort casual, and this is usually pertaining to the evening time. I mean, some resorts, depending on how luxurious they are or how casual they are, can be a little different. But um, when it says resort casual, that usually means, and I'm going to speak mostly on the men's side. because so unfortunately, they do tend to be pickier with the men's dress and the women's dress code. Uh, but for men, they prefer casual, resort casual, to be like nice uh, shorts that might come at the knee, uh, a polo shirt, tennis shirt, or a nice like a t-shirt that doesn't have like lots of graphics on it. So that would kind of sort of be considered, you know, resort casual. Resort elegance would mean that the men would be required to wear long pants, closed-toed shoes, a collar shirt could be a polo shirt, dress shirt, however they deem fit. Um, When I tell my clients, you know, about these dress codes, because every resort's a little different, you have to be careful and make sure you're, you you ask your travel advisor, of course, what is the dress code in the evening? Um, but, you know, it, it depends on which restaurants you dine at as well. A buffet normally is always you know casual. It's shorts and a nice t-shirt. But when the a la carte's come into play, you know, that definitely could be a little bit more dressier.
0: And I always tell my husband, no matter if it says casual or resort elegance, to just wear a collared shirt. That way he is covered no matter what. But he loves it if there's outdoor dining because then he can always wear his khaki
1: shorts versus khaki pants absolutely we all want to get, be make our hubbies and men in our groups uh happy but yes you're right and in the closed toed shoes thing in the evening um i always buy those uh casual uh canvas kind of sneaker looking loafers they're loafers but they're can't casual sneaker kite Very comfortable and easy to pack.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, I always think about that when I go to Europe too, you know, like a lace-up sneaker, like a tennis shoe. Mm -hmm. That's a very American thing. In other countries, it does tend to be more of like a slip-on sneaker or loafer style sneaker that you see. So guys, if you have a pair of them, Just know you can travel worldwide with them. And you know, and also,
1: exactly. And also, you know, without the proper attire, you may be stuck eating at the buffet every night. So that's the reason why you definitely want to double check either the hotel's website or ask your travel advisor what the actual dress codes can be. Real important for women, they're not as picky for us. As long as you're not wearing Daisy Dukes, you know, yeah. or beach flip-flops, you're perfectly fine. They're just more pickier, like I said, than the men.
0: Yeah. And for women, you know, for, for breakfast at the buffet, all you need is a swimsuit cover-up. A guy mm-hmm. actually has to have a t-shirt. He cannot have a sleeveless shirt. Correct. So again, sorry guys. Yep. But you know, I always like to say, and when I was an, a travel advisor back in the day, I would say, just make sure you're wearing sandals. Like you don't have to wear heels or anything like that. But what they really don't like is like a flip-flop and when I say flip-flop I mean like a one dollar rubber flip-flop that you can get at any like any store store. yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's really what they're looking for ladies you know if it has a little bedazzlement they call that a sandal down in Mexico or (laughs) yeah yeah and who doesn't like a little sparkly shoe I mean that is basically a synonym for my name with that being said have you ever seen any like major faux pas with dress code on resort
1: you know those open those men's t-shirts like the muscle shirts with the open sides and things yeah no not 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 a good look on at any time to be honest with you um and the little speedos you can't wear speedos and for breakfast or lunch either they want you to put shorts on over that and (laughs) um but i think for the men the reason why they are pickier they don't they want to have the legs covered for you know grooming reasons and the same thing with the underarms you know for grooming reasons that's why they want those covered
0: Mm -hmm. all right let's talk about part two Because it really kind of goes hand in hand with dining on property. What are our listeners supposed to do when it comes to tipping? Because you hear things like, oh, it's all inclusive, including a tip from if you don't tip, you're not going to get a drink. So, I mean, what's what's your opinion?
1: Sure. I mean, you know, although they do tr- try to advertise all-inclusive includes tips, we all know that that's usually not what happens at the resorts and everyone tends to tip. So with a few exceptions, most guests tip at all-inclusive resorts. And, and you want to like reward your favorite bartender or server that go above and beyond, especially. Um, and, and you know, I always travel with lots of ones and $5 bills, like depending on how long I'm staying, it could be anywhere from 50 to 100 ones and maybe 100 to $200 worth of $5 bills, depending again how long you're staying and how much you actually do want to dip. Um, But U.S. dollars are widely accepted in Mexico and the Caribbean. No need to change them into the local currency. Um, but a nice little tip can go a long way. Um, for breakfast, I tend to give, depend, now on, it's just being my husband. It, it's usually about $5 for breakfast, lunch, maybe seven to eight and dinner, 10 to 15, depending on how involved our dinners were. Um, and then drinks around the pool. I, I usually give two to $3 per order of, say, two drinks, but that's just me. I mean, you know, you can give more, you can give less. Any little thing is always much appreciated with the staff. Yes,
0: absolutely. And you know, um, where I really like to tip is, my housekeeping services. Oh, yes, absolutely. Those housekeepers work all day, all night, and it is so hot in full uniform and you're going in and out of those rooms, so in and out of air conditioning, which is not wonderful for your body, and it's a lot of hard work. I know how I feel when I clean my house and it's just me and my husband, so
1: that is one that I, you know, $5 a day, easy. Yeah, easy. Put it on the pillow. Um I usually leave 5 to 10 depending, but I usually leave it on my pillow before I leave the- the room it in the morning and it, again that is appreciated and also room service even though, now those type of um, services at the hotel, I always tip about 2 to $3 per plate, but that's, again, you don't have to, but I tend to always give, you know, depending on how many plates I'm ordering, 4 to $5 to the room delivery person as well. When you're doing things like spa treatments at the hotel, that is not part of the all-inclusive. So make sure you're tipping on top of your service. As far as the transportation from the airport to the hotel, they are not part of the all-inclusive plan. So again, tipping is definitely um, required, or not required, but definitely ex- uh, Uh, Expected. And again, that could be maybe $5 a person each way, would be, you know, definitely something I normally would do. And same for any excursions you may book as well through Amstar.
0: Yes. My favorite part of the segment of Travel Beat is asking what your like secret savvy travel tip is. And I know that you have not one, but two amazing tips. So, listeners, you're getting a bonus (laughs) advice for traveling, and both of these are so great. So, what's number one?
1: The one is the simplest one. It's a quickie. Um, there's a product called Damp Rid. And if you go to Walmart or any of your local, you can even buy it on Amazon as well. Home Depot, Lowe's, they all sell it. They sell two different types. One is a, a hanger that you put in your closet and it absorbs all the moisture in the air so that when you are going to your favorite beats beach destination, your clothes won't smell all musty and get kind of damp feeling in the closet because, you know, at night you put your clothes on, take a shower. It's like, oh, this smells funky. So with the damp word hanging in your closet with your clothes, it absorbs all that. And guess what? No smell on your clothes. So for me, I always travel with one of those in my bag and throw it in the, the closet the minute I unpack. That's the first tip. Second tip is, now this depends on where you live in your airport, of course, and as things are you know, changing every day in the industry, currently right now, this is what works. Before you uh, leave your hotel or even before you leave on your trip, download the mobile passport control app. You can find it in Google or the Apple Store. What you do is you create an account for each of the people traveling with you. Once you land in the home airport... OK, once you're like, OK, I just I'm in the Dallas market. So let's say, oh, I just landed in Dallas. I'm on the tarmac and we're heading toward the gate. Once you land, then you grab your phone, you open up the app and you finish the questions. Like it'll ask arrival information. Um, it'll ask you to take a selfie. It'll and it'll a- answer a few more questions that you have to to enter in there. Once you do it correctly and it takes like a minute, I swear, a QR code will then be issued once you complete each person. So each person has their own QR code. And then when you get to the immigration area look for a sign that says mobile passport signs they're usually near global access kiosks now these are for people that don't already have global access I personally have it because I travel all the time but for those one-offs that don't travel that frequently having the mobile passport control app completed and when you get inside the airport to come home could save you hours depending on how busy it is when you arrive at that airport and what you do is you go to that line you show them the QR code they scan it, boom, you're on your way to pick up your luggage and go home.
0: And not only that, if you're connecting and let's say you're going through Dallas and you have to connect and it's a tighter connection, that can make or break your connecting time with that Absolutely. mobile passport control app. Because again, you, you really just go
1: right through. Yep. So, I mean, there's, there's some days where there might be nobody in there and you go, oh, that was a waste of my time. But hey, you know what? Lesson learned. Now you know how to do it for next time. But there's some times where there could be hours wait in that immigration line. This, like she said, does save you a lot of time, especially if you're trying to make that tight connection.
0: And you really touched on something that I think we should mention. And a third bonus travel tip, global entry. So listeners, if you are frequent travelers, chances are you have a pretty good credit card with travel benefits that actually reimburses you for global entry. It's a hundred dollar cost for, I believe, 10 years. It gives you TSA pre-check, as well as global entry upon arrival into the United States with a fast track, check your credit card benefits. So if you have any us airline major credit card or something like chase Sapphire, it is covered by those credit cards. They reimburse you automatically. I have the United credit card and, it wasn't even an hour before I was reimbursed on that credit card.
1: Yes. And it's a simple thing. You fill out the application online. It tells you when there's an appointment available near you. Usually it's at the major airports. Some bigger cities have actual city locations. You go in with your time. They fingerprint you, take a photo of you, ask you two questions. It usually takes under three to five minutes and then you're set. It's really mm-hmm. simple. Yeah, very,
0: very simple. And again, you might already be receiving it complimentary and you don't even know. That's
1: right. Great. All, tip. Right.
0: <laughs> All right. And where can our listeners find you on social media so they can ask you for more great advice? Because so far we've talked about five really valuable
1: pieces of information. And I have so much more to share, but those are for my clients. So yes, you can find me. I, if you go to Facebook Lone Star Travel, I, I always like to put a lot of content of where I'm traveling. Cause I do travel quite often. I put it there. I'll be quite honest with you. I do I have an Instagram account, but I keep forgetting to use it, but I do have some content there. Um, and, but but, but my I'll be honest with you, my YouTube channels are phenomenal. I post a lot of things on my Lone Star Travel YouTube page, and uh, I get a lot of feedback from a lot of new clients from there as well.
0: All right. And listeners, if you want to follow us along, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Beat A-L-G-B and now on TikTok at Ask. A travel advisor ALGV. Again, that's Ask a Travel Advisor ALGV on TikTok. Um, you're going to see a lot of me on there. I'm giving you a lot of great travel tips, and we're going to be sharing from our advisors very soon so you can get to know all of our ALGV preferred travel advisors personally. All right, Donna, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been fantastic. I want to know more of your travel tips. So I'm going to call you and I'm going to plan a next, I'm going to plan a trip. I actually have one coming up that I need some help with. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you so much. You guys have a great afternoon. All right. Thank you.
0: Today's episode is sponsored by Oasis Hotels and Resorts. Oasis offers all inclusive resorts located in Cancun's hotel zone. Nestled on pristine white sand beaches, these resorts feature unparalleled inclusions that ensure an amazing experience. Award winning gourmet restaurants, trendy bars, world class live entertainment, supervised kids clubs, expansive swimming pools, private beach clubs, and more. Talk to your travel advisor about booking Oasis hotels and resorts today. When you want your car fixed, you go to a mechanic. When you want your hair cut, you go to a stylist. So when you want your vacation planned, why wouldn't you go to a travel advisor? ALG Vacations is helping you find a local travel advisor in your area. We have a Facebook page called Ask a Travel Advisor and on the site you can ask real advisors real questions. We want to make sure you have all the answers you need and help you book your next vacation. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at TravelBeatALGV.